0: I'm Tanya, Tanya Infinity. And I'm Gertie. Gertie, the 186-year-old Galapagos tortoise. They're the oldest living land animal on the planet. But that's not all. I also have a time-traveling show. Together we go back in time to meet inspiring people from history. Who knows where we'll go today? Time-traveling Tanya and her best friend, Gertie. About the past on a tortoiseshell that moves so fast Who knows where we will go today Could be anywhere or any day History is right here with us With time-traveling Tanya and Gertie! Hello? Tanya? Tanya? Tanya, where are you? Hmm. The door is unlocked. Her jacket and shoes are here. She hasn't left. Where could she be? Tanya, where are you? You don't want to miss out on time traveling day. Hmm. She's not behind the curtain. And she's not in this closet. Tanya, it's your favorite day of the week. Oh, man. This is my favorite day. Wait, what's that sound? Is that you, Tanya? Now come on out. You're starting to worry me. Hmm, maybe she's under the bed? (laughs) You found me. Are you playing hide and seek but forgot to tell me? Just the hiding part. And not from you, from my mom. Why are you hiding from your mom? Because my mom is making me go see Dr. Fragman for a checkup. But I don't want to go to the doctor. But you love Dr. Frackman. She's kind, she's helpful, and she gives you a sticker when you're done. True. She does do that. I don't know why I'm nervous. I just am. That's okay. Sometimes we just get nervous, even for things we've done before. Why don't we go on our time-traveling adventure to take your mind off things for a while? I like that idea. Avoid the doctor. More like a little trip to help you be less nervous about going to the doctor. How does that sound? Sounds like a plan. Let's do it. Great. Hop on my shell and buckle that seatbelt. Sure thing. Come on, let's do it. Right there with you. Whenever you're ready. Anytime. Um, yeah, I think I'm stuck under the bed. Little help pulling me out? Oh, sure thing, girl. Thanks. Now I'm ready. Time to go to the year 1849 to the year 1849. To meet Elizabeth Blackwell, the first woman in America to become a doctor. Wait, I was trying to avoid going to the doctor- Welcome to January 23rd, 1849, in Geneva, upstate New York. Gertie, you tricked me. Oh, good. This isn't a doctor's office. We're in a... church? That's right. We're at a graduation ceremony for Geneva Medical College. Someone very special is about to get a degree in medicine. Gertie, you came. I never heard a response to my correspondence. What? Well, I put my reply in the mail two weeks ago. It's 1849. You're only about 175 years late. Oh, right. Whoopsie. <laughs> I forgot about the time difference. I thought tortoises never forget. You're thinking elephants. They never forget. One time, an elephant friend of mine thought she lost her keys, but then she remembered that you... Oh, never mind. I'm getting distracted. Elizabeth, meet Tanya Infinity. How do you do, Tanya? Tanya, meet the soon-to-be Dr. Elizabeth Blackwell. Nice to meet... I mean,
1: how do you do, almost Dr. Blackwell? Oh, I'm grand. I'm about to graduate from medical school. A dream come true. Cool. It's a way bigger deal than just cool. A lot of people have discouraged her along the way. But that's nothing new here in 1849. We still can't even vote. During this era, women are mostly viewed as housewives and mothers. We're told to only concern ourselves with keeping a household.
0: They can't vote, own property, or keep any of the money they earn if they actually have a job. I do aspire for change, though.
1: My whole family does.
0: Elizabeth was born the third of nine children in 1821 in England. Oh, that's why you have an accent. I thought it was just because people talk fancy in this time. It's definitely a more formal era, not only in how they speak, but also their clothes. Women wear long dresses with long sleeves and tight corsets that squeeze their waists. It's quite uncomfortable and hard to breathe. When she was 11, Elizabeth's family immigrated to America. You see, they're Quakers. I love your oatmeal. I like mine with blueberries and just a touch, just a touch of brown sugar. (laughs) No,
1: the Quakers are a religious group. We believe in peace and that everyone is equal, even women. Well, duh. (laughs) I like that phrase. Well, duh. (laughs) Since we don't agree with the views of the Church of England, and the Church still controls England at this time, we fled to America to have more freedom. Their family is very unique for this time.
0: They work as abolitionists, people who are against slavery, as well as in the suffragist movement. I know what a suffragist is. A person who fights for the right of women to vote. Yep. Elizabeth also has to fight for her right to become a doctor. Fight to become a doctor?
1: Don't you just go to school and study hard? It isn't so easy for women in this time. Nor was it an easy decision to pursue a medical degree in the first place. Mm -hmm. I was a gifted student, but truth be told, I hated everything connected with the body. I could not bear the sight of a medical book. The very thought of the physical structure of the body and its various ailments filled me with disgust. I feel the same
0: way about broccoli. So initially, Elizabeth became a teacher, which is considered more suitable for a woman. What made you decide to become a doctor after all? I had a friend who was
1: very sick.
0: Her dying friend admitted that she would have been spared suffering and embarrassment
1: if she would had a female physician. She confided that her ordeal had been that much worse because uh, physicians were all men. Being a doctor in the 1800s is
0: very different than the doctors of today. Many treatments are based on superstition, belief based on fear or hopeful thinking only, instead of scientific evidence. Medical students don't even study women's bodies in this time, because it's considered inappropriate. Then how will doctors know how to take care of sick girls and women? You will see the problem. It's hogwash. I guess it's good that you wash your hogs. They do like mud. But what does this have to do with becoming a doctor? (laughs) No! Hogwash means nonsense. Oh, yeah. This women not being able to become doctors is hogwash. To make matters worse, in this time, the male doctors don't even all get professionally trained. Some just learn as they go. Yikes. I'm glad Dr. Frackman back in the now went to medical school. And that's thanks to Elizabeth Blackwell. Because the few medical schools that do exist in America at this time don't have any women students, until she insisted.
1: At first, I had no idea how to become a doctor. I wrote to several doctors for advice. They all told me it was impossible. It would be too expensive, and such education wasn't available to women. Some even told me to disguise myself as a man to try. (laughs) Can you imagine? Oh, I can imagine just about anything. I'm very creative. But Elizabeth wanted to become a doctor as herself. I decided to take on the challenge because it was the right thing to do. I saved my money from teaching and spent all my spare time studying. She was lucky because she happened to work for a family of a distinguished physician. He let me read anything I desired from his vast medical library. Elizabeth applied to more than 20 medical schools,
0: but they all rejected her.
1: Finally, my doctor wrote a letter
0: to Geneva Medical College on my behalf. The teachers at the school assumed the all-male students would never agree to a woman joining them,
1: so they let them vote on whether Elizabeth could study with them. They quite literally thought it was a practical joke. That's the only reason they voted yes. And that's how I got an acceptance into medical school in
0: 1847. They call that a prank? A real prank is putting a whoopee cushion under your mom's chair, or switching out sugar in the salt shaker, or painting a funny sign on your tortoise friend's shell. Hey, wait a minute.
1: Oh, oh! The ceremony is about to begin. Oh, yes. We'll be in the
0: crowd. Come on, Tanya. See you again when you're officially Dr. Blackwell.
1: Wonderful.
0: I'm so happy that Elizabeth was able to go to medical school. I hope she made lots of friends. Unfortunately, the other students weren't very nice to her, and her professors complained that teaching her was an inconvenience. At first, she wasn't even allowed to observe surgeries. Ugh, that's so frustrating. But she insisted that she be considered a student, simply. Got treated differently because she's a woman. And now she can go on to being a doctor and help more women like her friend that was sick. Unfortunately, even with her diploma, she won't be able to work as a doctor in the U.S. because she's a woman. Come on. But don't worry, she'll be able to work in clinics in England and France. And eventually, in 1851, she'll return to America. During the Civil War, She and her sisters will train nurses to work at the Union Hospital. And with the help of some Quaker friends, she'll open a small clinic to treat poor women and children. Its mission will include providing positions for women physicians. She'll help and inspire so many people. Wow. Can you imagine if she had listened to all those people and given up on trying to become a doctor? And now, everyone in town has turned out and packed the graduation ceremony to support her. Isn't it great? Elizabeth
1: Blackwell... (laughs) Congratulations, here is your diploma. And may I also say, as Dean of the School, I hope that no more women will attend my school.
0: I know, hogwash! But not only is she graduating, Dr. Blackwell is graduating first in her class.
1: It shall be the effort of my life, by God's blessing, to shed honor on this diploma. (laughs)
0: Elizabeth! I mean, Dr. Blackwell! Yes, my friend. I just wanted to say congratulations before we go back to now. I actually
1: have my own doctor's appointment to get to. Oh, thank you. And thank you for coming to my graduation, Gertie. It means a lot. Of course.
0: Okay, Tanya, jump back on my shell and buckle your seatbelt. And thank you, Dr. Blackwell. Because of you, my doctor is a lady doctor, too. I think they make the best kinds of doctors. Well, duh. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> duh. So, Tanya, how was your checkup appointment with Dr. Fragman? It was great. Piece of cake. And look at the cool sticker I got. It's a scratch and sniff of a piece of cake. Oh, yum. Thanks again for taking me to meet Dr. Elizabeth Blackwell. It really made me appreciate my doctor even more. Who knows? Maybe someday boys can grow up to become doctors too. They already can, silly. (laughs) Oh, right, right. I mean, duh. (laughs) Besides opening her own clinic in 1868, Dr. Blackwell also opened the Women's Medical College, one of the first in the U.S. to require four years of study. Later, in 1875, Dr. Blackwell left her sister Emily, who had also become a doctor, to run the college while she moved to London to become a professor of gynecology. That's the medical field that focuses on the female reproductive system, the parts of the body that can make it so people can have babies. Though she never accomplished her goal of becoming a surgeon because she got an infection that caused her to lose her left eye, Dr. Blackwell published several important books, including Medicine as a Profession for Women and Address on the Medical Education of Women. She retired in the late 1870s, published her autobiography in 1895, and continued advocating for women in medicine until her death in England when she was 89 years old. Go, Kid, go! Can't get enough of Rebel Girls? Well, luckily, the Rebel Girls app is now completely free. That's right, you can listen to the entire library of goodnight stories for Rebel Girls ad-free. Plus, check out the app's cool features, like activities, trivia, custom playlists, and more. All parent-trusted and kids-safe. Find out more at rebelgirls.com audio and download the Rebel Girls app today.
1: Thanks for listening. Do you like to laugh?